a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on Inside Sources today. Obviously, a lot of breaking news happening nationally, internationally, and right here at home. Uh, you've heard on KSL News Radio uh, reporting uh, three different letters were issued this morning from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints uh, in relationship to the coronavirus. And uh, it, it's interesting to me um, that really the overarching theme to to each of these announcements seems to be around the idea that the church wants to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Uh, and so I wanted to break these down just a little bit. So I've invited Sarah Weaver, who is the editor of the Church News, a uh, great observer of the church over the years. Uh, Sarah, thanks for joining us in studio. Thanks for having me. Uh, so let's let's start with this. Uh, obviously, a lot of news going on. Uh, the WHO just uh, officially declared the coronavirus a pandemic. So now it has officially gone beyond just being a threat and a problem uh, to a pandemic. And uh, so the church in response uh, has made three... Uh, announcements today. Three separate letters went out today. Uh, and let's start with uh, the missionaries. I think that's an, an intriguing one for many of our listeners uh, who either have missionaries out there or who know, have neighbors or uh, relations uh, that are out there. Uh, so beginning on the 16th, uh, missionaries scheduled to enter the Missionary Training Center in Provo or Preston, England will be trained remotely. Tell yeah. us about that. So, well, the church has 65,000 missionaries coming from nations of the world and going to many nations of the world. And uh, you can imagine how quickly things can spread with that kind of uh, mobility of that missionary force. Right. They're getting trained in in Provo. Uh, The two MTCs that will be impacted are the Provo, Utah MTC, which really is the global MTC Mm -hmm. for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the England MTC. Right. Um, It's... It, this is this is coming from a very informed leadership of the church. Mm. Uh, the letters were signed by the First Presidency and the entire Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, and they talked about counseling with government, ecclesiastical, medical leaders in order to make these decisions uh, for the best interest of the missionaries and then everyone that they're going to teach. Right, right. Yeah, it's clearly not just a uh, missionary-focused uh, effort. It's really uh, where these missionaries will be sent uh, 65,000 strong all around the world. And uh, you, you mentioned, I want to drill down on this just a little bit, uh, Sarah, because I think this is important, that uh, this clearly was done uh, not just randomly. It wasn't just the first presidency. It was the the presidency in the Quorum of the Twelve. But they also uh, have clearly done their homework and their outreach in terms of uh, other experts and uh, government agencies and so on. Yes, they've obviously been talking, thinking. Uh, All the letters say that they've been praying about this. Uh, Last weekend, I was with uh, President M. Russell Ballard, who spoke in Toronto at some member meetings. And uh, he was as well-informed about this as anyone I have talked to. Oh, interesting. That's uh, that, that's really interesting. Uh, let, let's talk about those meetings, um, because that is another area that is addressed uh, in one of the uh, 
uh, memos that was released today uh, relating to, to large gatherings. Tell us about that. Well, in the in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we like to get people together. They, they gather together. Uh, they strengthen one another. We send uh, general leaders in to speak to them, to train them, uh, to offer them direction and counsel. And you put everyone in big rooms, and as we've seen from a lot of other government convention-type decisions— uh, there's there's a lot of concern about that at this time. Yeah, there, there's so many. In fact, we're seeing it impact everything from sporting events uh, to the political process. Both uh, Bernie Sanders and and uh, Joe Biden canceled major uh, gatherings, rallies uh, last night uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, and clearly the church is responding to that as well. Uh, and that leads us to a, a really big gathering, uh, the uh, gathering at uh, General Conference, which is scheduled to be uh, in April. Uh, the church made an announcement regarding attendance there as well. Yeah, this is a huge event. Uh, between the five sessions of General Conference, you fill the conference center with, uh, you know, 20,000 people per session, so 100,000 people uh, some of those are duplicates, but but you're probably talking sure. about 75,000 people uh, in a global church who may have come in town from, from many areas of yeah. the world, who may have been on airplanes, uh, who are now sitting in one big room. Yeah, and, and interesting, in the, uh, in the memo it says, uh, we plan to conduct all five sessions of general com- of the, at the conference center. Uh, general authorities, general officers, and their spouses, musicians, choirs, technicians, and others will participate as assigned. But proceedings of the conference will be distributed throughout the world via technology only. The public will not be admitted to the conference center in Salt Lake City or in stake centers or meeting houses in areas where the contagion is concerned. Yeah. So, so they go on to say in that letter, we live in a remarkable age, and they sort of praise the technology that, that is making this possible. You know, we have the capacity to, to send and receive messages all over the world in multiple languages. And uh, in a church of 16 million, mm. most people have re- been receiving general conference like this for their whole experience. Yeah. Uh, because there's not, you know, if there's 100,000 seats over two days— uh, then, then the majority of the the church has is watching this either through the internet um, or in their home. It it is an interesting time because the church in uh, general conference just six months ago uh, made changes, and a year ago uh, shortened church and said we're going to do a home centered church supported church now. Yeah, and so so it sort of fits that general conference will be home-centered as well. Yeah, very fascinating. If you're just joining us, we have Sarah Weaver, editor of The Church News of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, joining us. Three significant announcements coming out today uh, relating to general conference, that it will be available only through technology. People will not be allowed into the conference center uh, come April. Uh, Also, that missionaries will be, uh, rather than going to the MTC in Provo, Utah, or Preston, England, they will be trained remotely by video conference and then uh, will go directly to their field of labor. Uh, and then also uh, just a general uh, uh, statement about large gatherings to be postponed in Asia, Asia North, Europe, Europe East, the United States, and Canada areas where uh, they uh, are being advised by local state government officials and so on, healthcare experts, uh, that those should be uh, postponed. Uh, as we break that down, uh, Sarah, I, I wanted to drill down a little bit on 
this idea of the the home centered church. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, heard that uh, six months and a year ago, uh, and have seen some of the things happening there in terms of really creating that. Uh, and as you mentioned, now it will be a very home centered. Uh, general conference. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's great blessings that come as people gather together. They connect, they talk, they visit, and and now people will be in situations where they're more isolated. And the church has has made changes in recent years that sort of are the anecdote for that isolation. They uh, changed the way we minister to one another mm-hmm. and said it, instead of a one hour visiting or home teaching uh, message each month. We're going to have someone just look at your needs and come in as often uh, as as you might need that. And so someone who may live alone has has a built-in mechanism to mm. to have people come and visit them or to join with their family in these type of situations. Yeah, fantastic. Sarah Weaver, who is the editor of The Church News for The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, join us. We just received a uh, statement from the governor and the lieutenant governor's office about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints' decision to hold general conference remotely and limit math, mass gatherings. Uh, and we will actually have the Lieutenant Governor, Spencer Cox, will join us coming up here at 1135. So we'll hold that statement and uh, review that with the Lieutenant Governor uh, coming up here at 1135. Sarah Weaver, thanks for joining us in studio today. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll go ahead and we'll step aside for the bottom of the hour break. Continuing coverage here on KSL News Radio. Lots of announcements happening nationally, internationally, and right here in Salt Lake City. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Stay connected with KSL Text Alerts. Are you a news junkie? Text the word news to 57500 and get breaking news and 